crazy criminals were busy this week in Florida. Here's what's on The Docket with Karen Curtis. This week on The Docket, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis giving the green light for citizens to use deadly force to protect their property from looters following Hurricane Ian. After surveying damage on Florida's Pine Island from Hurricane Ian, Governor Ron DeSantis referencing an alleged looting incident. We've had four looters that were arrested, I guess a couple days ago, and they need to be brought to justice. DeSantis saying Floridians can use the state's stand-your-ground law if they encounter looters on their property. Law and order will be enforced. That means individual Floridians' right to defend themselves and their homes will be honored. The law allows a citizen to use deadly force to prevent the imminent commission of a forcible felony. Dave Pack. ABC News. A Palm Beach County deputy shot by another deputy who was trying to shoot a dog while serving a search warrant at the West Palm Beach home of a suspected carjacker. When deputies arrived at the home, a pit bull charged and attacked the deputy, prompting the second deputy to fire a shot, hitting the pit bull. The bullet went through the animal and struck the deputy in the upper thigh. The deputy is recovering from non-life-threatening injuries. And as they're treating Deputy Lane, we learn that the shot that went into the shoulder went into the chest cavity, and he died. Another Polk County deputy was not so lucky. 21-year-old Blaine Lane died on Tuesday during a shooting involving deputies who were serving a felony warrant. Here's Sheriff Grady Judd. Cheryl Williams steps into view holding this firearm and pointing it directly at the deputies. Two deputies at this point in the investigation, we believe only two deputies fired, Sergeant Brooks and Deputy Holsenbeck. She struck at least two times and she goes down. And at that same time, Deputy Lane says, I'm hit. The sheriff's office said the suspect's handgun turned out to be a BB gun and that Lane was struck by friendly fire bullets from at least one of the other deputies. Changes to the way the NFL handles concussions could be in effect within a week. That's after Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungabailoa suffered two apparent successive head injuries in just four days. Chris Nowinski is the co-founder and CEO of the Concussion Legacy Foundation, and he's calling for changes. This is one of those situations where anybody should be able to determine without evaluating the patient that that's a concussion, or at a minimum, if you're talking about the future of the franchise, not put them back into the game. The blame seems to be on the unaffiliated Neurotrauma Consultant, or UNC, who cleared Tua to re-enter the game against the Bills on Sunday. He's been fired. Former President Donald Trump told Sean Hannity why New York's Attorney General has no case against him. She alleges that Trump overinflated his net worth and the worth of his property, Mar-a-Lago, on Palm Beach on loan applications. We have a disclaimer right on the front, and it basically says, you know, get your own people, you're at your own risk. Uh, This was done by management. So don't rely on the statement that you're getting. A former financial crimes prosecutor says that the disclaimer indemnifies Trump because it puts banks on notice to double-check the numbers before relying on them in deciding how much to lend and at what rate of interest. It was a violent murder, which is indicative of somebody with a personal vendetta against her or maybe a crime of passion, something like that. Whoever it was just left. There was money available there. There was all kinds of things that could have been taken, and apparently nothing was taken out of the business. 
That's BSO's cold case unit detective, David Towsley, and he's talking about 41-year-old Jerry Emkins' murder in October of 1985 in Pompano Beach. Emkins' murder is still baffling the BSO cold case homicide unit, which hopes to receive some leads or tips that result in an arrest and the closure of the case. Listen to my Full Rigor podcast about Jerry Emkins' cold case murder. Maybe you can help. She's basically a spy, and they want to do a covert operation by picking up these refugees and lying to them to get on a jet. The reward is now up to $10,000 for information leading to a mysterious woman who orchestrated the flights that brought illegal immigrants from Texas to Florida to Martha's Vineyard. There's both civil and possible criminal consequences to her actions, but at the end of the day, it's who hired her. That's Domingo Garcia. He heads the Latino rights group. He says the woman has been identified as Perla Huerta, and she's accused of lying to the asylum seekers. They were told that there would be jobs and housing waiting for them. Garcia says he thinks the woman is still in San Antonio. She lived in Tampa, Florida. We found out that she recently sold her house like two days ago. That means she's in hiding and running. It's still unclear what her relationship is to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who's taking credit for the flights. That wraps up the docket. Case closed.